Hi, guys. So, um, this is the first episode of Random Conversations. And um, I'm so excited to be uh, starting my podcast. It's something I've just been uh, thinking about and saying I was going to do, but I never did. Um, So, it's random conversations because these are typically the conversations I just have with myself out loud. Weird, huh? Um, But today's episode is going to be me and my daughter. And we are going to be talking about mom and daughter relationships and the importance of those relationships. Um, So, yeah. So, recently in our lives, we had a situation where it kind of really tested our mom and daughter relationship. And for some time... I felt really separated. What about you? Uh, I felt very separated. It was definitely literally being separated. Um, Basically being pulled apart by something. And um, we were separated emotionally, physically, and mentally. Yeah. And although, like, the situation and, you know, I was mad about, like, um, that it was, you know, the truth was exaggerated. I think for me, um, like when you came home, it was like, okay, let's just leave all that yeah, alone. Yeah, let's like, let's just not, because like it's irrelevant now because obviously it can tear apart our our relationship between me and you and we have a pretty healthy relationship with each other. So that, for that to have us to be separated it just made me just want to put it behind us. Yeah, and for me, it was, okay, I don't even care about the exaggeration. I don't even care about the lying. It, it, the I, thing I is, just care about the relationship right. between me and my child. Exactly. So the day I picked her up in the car, it was like, okay, let's just really talk now and figure out what's really going on. Yeah. And yeah. to figure out, you know, that she was going through things in school and that I was being really hard on her at home. Yeah. And, you know, all the pressures of her little life. Especially, like, going back to school during COVID. It's kind of, like, it's so weird and uncomfortable. And, like, and the teachers are, like, they're not doing their best. So it's, like... I'm not getting what I'm supposed to get out of it because the teachers and the classmates aren't wanting to act like they're supposed to. Like, it's everything becomes, like, a new thing once you come back to school after being online for so long. Yeah. So, I guess me as a parent, as parents, as mothers, we're like, oh, we want to raise our kids and... We want them to be the best human being they can be. And that's a lot of pressure on us because it's like, oh, we gotta do this, we gotta do this, we gotta be perfect. Like, and we're like, so like, feeling like we're so pressured and we have to do something. And like, if we don't do it, then we see our, not, you guys may not see us as a failure, but we see ourselves as a failure. Oh, that, see, that's interesting because parents, as as mothers, we see ourselves as failures too. Right when we do, when we, like, cause like if you're telling us to do something, and 
and it's a lot of pressure because there's a lot more stuff you told us to do and you're putting on top of it if we don't do it it we kind of look at ourselves like we're failures like we failed ourselves we failed our parents we failed everybody so it seems to us that we can't do it so when people try to be like you have to change it's like telling me I have to it's like telling me you gotta do it now when it takes time that's how it feels but right it you're really saying you need to change over time otherwise yeah something nothing good's gonna come out of you not changing right but as kids that are still developing we don't understand that you guys might understand it Mm -hmm. but we take it a different way so we might take it as well she's saying that if i don't change it's going to be a problem or if we don't change she's 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 going to look at me as I'm a failure or something like that that's how we look at it we don't look at it as like oh if we don't change we're hurting everybody no if we don't change we failed everybody that's how oh, okay we look at it. so not hurting everybody but you failed, failed everybody. everybody and i guess as a parent right and a mom a girl mom um I, I want you to be way better than I was, you know? And I, as a parent, I'm, I want to be the parent that was way better than my mom was. So then you, then I have the pressure of, I want, you know, I got to be great and better then, than my mom. Right. And then I, I got to raise a right. child that's better than me, you know? And so... I think the day-to-day sometimes it's, can be really stressful yeah. when you have a, a child, and a girl. a female. Yes. Like, we're going through puberty. We're going through all of this. And, like, we got mood swings. Oh, yes. So, like, my mom, I guess she knows when I'm having mood swings because then she'll be like, Check yourself. Leave her alone. No, because, I don't leave you alone. Or like you gotta check yourself before you wreck yourself because I'm gonna punch you in your nose. Because <laughs> right. that's how it be. I mean. Because <laughs> she be about ready. I mean, you just—it's just random, you know. Like, sometimes it's just like random out of, and the, it's like, why does she have an attitude? It's like out of the blue. I, I don't even know I be having an attitude half the time. I just be like, what? And I guess as parents, right? So as a mom, it's like, you don't deserve to have an attitude because I work, I pay bills, I clean this house, you know, I make sure you're safe. So when she's disrespectful or have an attitude, it's kind of like, how dare you? How dare you? And I think for me, the biggest um, no, like, what am I trying to say? The biggest no-no. But I, what do I always call it, though? I always call it something. Uh, the biggest... I don't even know. Man, I forgot. But disrespect is just like... The biggest turnoff? No, because you're my child. So it's the non-negotiable. That's yes, what I said. Yes, Disrespect... Respect it's is not a non-negotiable. non-negotiable. We cannot negotiate like, whether you, you <laughs> respect me or adults or not. I mean, respect is a given. You have to respect um, your elders, mm-hmm. and I think, and for me, you have to respect me. So when my daughter disrespects me, it it's like my blood boils almost, like over. I'm like, what did she just? I know she did not. <laughs> <laughs> but I think sometimes we 
act out in the way of saying I need you. Oh yeah, and so like I want, I need you. You don't, you don't see it. I need you. I'm, yeah, I don't want to say it with my words because I guess because you guys always say you know your child. You know, y'all always see. No, I don't know always us. know you. You're changing every like, day. I think that's. I know when you're lying, right? Or you know <laughs> when I'm telling the truth, or, when you or know I know when I'm, something's wrong, right? So it's like if she knows when something's wrong, I can't read your mind though. That's what it is. It's like, does she know when something's wrong? Do I have to say it? Yeah. And then when you guys don't notice, it's just like. Well, maybe you have to try harder. Because for us as teenagers and as preteens, it's hard for us to communicate. Yeah. Because deep down internally, we're going through stuff just like you guys are going through stuff. Yeah. So it's hard for us to communicate because inside we're like, well, I don't want to communicate. I don't I don't feel, you know, like comfortable communicating. It's like I want her to come to me and ask me instead of me coming to her. Yeah. So that's kind of where that comes in as us acting out for help. Yeah. And so, and, and acting out for help, but, but as parents and we have to see that that help can come in different forms. Right. So acting out for help can be your kid is just not cooperating with you or they could be telling stories or, you know, just any kind of thing. And instead of, I think for me as a parent, I learned, okay, my daughter's saying this, but what is my daughter really saying? And um, this last incident, it was, okay, I know that this is exaggerated. I know that these things aren't true, but why harbor on what's true and what's not? I'm really going to try to figure out what's going on underneath. What's going on with my daughter for her to even come up with this or say this? What is really going on? And I think for me, um, like like I said, when you got in the car, when I got you back, it was like, okay, Nani, what's up? <laughs> what's going on in your life? You know, am I being too hard on you? School, you know, what is it? And I think at that point, it was like, okay, let's... Let's really open up and get an understanding and let Nazaria know it's okay to express yourself truthfully, truthfully and say, hey, this is what's going on in my life and get attention and help for whatever is going on in your life um, that's bothering you truthfully. Yeah, but to like <laughs> to us teens and preteens, like I say, yeah, it's like it's like a war to us. Life is like a battle between life and like reality uh-huh. and non-reality. Okay. And so when we're trying to reach out or trying to say something, we're still trying to figure out, is this reality? Is this real? Am I really feeling this? Or am I just, or is it just me being extra? Yeah. So when we do act out, it's like, it's like a battle between ourselves internally and externally yeah so what we what we do is we act out but we're actually asking for you to give us your hand yeah and pick us back up and clean up our wounds and help us understand where we went wrong yeah and so that's why when us when we might be in a situation where we've done something wrong yeah and we act like 
what did I do? Or like... That's your favorite line. Yeah, like, what did I do? Nazaria's favorite line like, is, what did I do? <laughs> oh my goodness, I didn't do anything. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you... You need... I always tell her every time, you need to sit and think about what you did. Don't ask me what you did. Right, so we asked that because we're really trying to figure out what did we do? Where did we go wrong? Because since you're a parent, uh-huh. you have different a different viewpoint than we do. Yeah. Our point of view is, I'm just, I'm not doing anything. I'm just speaking my mind. But in your point of view, it's like, oh, no, she didn't. Right. Oh, no, she did I not. I know she did not. I know. <laughs> like, that's how it is. So we're kind of like, where did we go wrong? What did we say that pushed because we're not trying to push your buttons, but we're trying to figure out what button's the right bus button to push. Yeah. What button not to push and what button to push. That's what we're trying to figure out. And I think for me, it's like, you've grown with me. You know yeah, me. Yeah, we might, we, but we don't know you. Yeah. Like you don't know us and we don't know you. Because like we're changing every day. Right. So... We're mentally changing, physically changing, and emotionally yeah. changing. And especially as teenagers and preteens, we're changing every day. Yeah. Every day we we learn something new in the world. Mm-hmm. So when COVID hit, I being inside the house just kind of gave me a like a feeling like that I was trapped. Yeah. So it felt like I was like the world had imprisoned me. Mm-hmm. So basically, it was man versus society. It was me versus the world and versus myself. Yeah. Because I'm mentally going through something and externally with the world going through something. Yeah. So with being stuck in the house and not being able to go nowhere or see nobody, it mentally messes you up. Oh, it mentally messed me up. Yes. Like, for to come out of my routine of life... Yeah, like going to being, into work, going right. to school, getting away from each other. So since we were so close to each other, we were like, we were literally in war. Uh, we were in war, literally. We were in war against each other. Yeah. And it was like we were strangling each other. But we weren't. But we weren't. But internally, mentally, and phys- not physically, but mentally and emotionally, we were at war. Yeah, and I think for me, I got, I think I was such the lovey-dovey parent right like and then i got like i got real i wanted you know cuddle i want to be with my daughter and then like your aura your attitudes and your things i I let that push me to be more distant Mm -hmm. so but so you're like oh my let's cuddle i'm like no you've been disrespectful all day what if i want to cuddle i want to cuddle because like um, because I'm, because I feel a certain way. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not happy. I'm, something happens. I realize something and I need to be with you because you're my mom. Yeah. And when I'm next to you or when I'm being, getting love, when I'm being loved by you, I feel so much better because I know somebody out here cares for me. Yeah. Somebody and- loves me. It's not just, it's not just who I, like, if you believe in any gods. It's not just God who loves me. My mother loves me. Somebody who's on this earth, especially if you're fatherless, if you're a fatherless child. Yeah. I am. I don't yeah. have my dad. Right. I have my mom. Uh-huh. And 
I don't have my, I have, I don't really have my grandparents. So the main person I had was my mom. Yep. So to be isolated or removed from her, I get a, I get a separation anxiety. I don't like to be separated from my mother. I don't like to be isolated from my mom because that's no, the one. No, you hate it. And that'd be the punishment. Right. Go that's, in your room. That's the Go one. in the corner. It's like, I could take away electronics. I could take away everything. But once I take away me. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we're done. It's like, I'm going to knock on your door. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to be all in your personal space. Until you give in to me. And that's that I see that. I see that totally. So I totally understand that. That's definitely something that that I don't like being isolated. I remember this one time when we went to Dave and Buster's and I got lost. Yeah. I was with family. I still have but my mom was gone and it was like my mom's gone. Yeah. And I think a lot Where's my mom? uh, Right. But I also have my uncle. And if my uncle was like a dad to me, so when he went away a couple times, it was like, I lost a best friend, I lost a brother, I lost a sister. And I just didn't, I wasn't myself anymore. I wasn't as playful and as joyful as I used to be. Something inside of me just went away. I think, and for me, it's like, I've... And I have no siblings, so I'm the only child, so... Yeah, it's just horrible. Because <laughs> my mom, she's a grown one. She doesn't want to play Barbies anymore. She doesn't want to do none of that, so it's kind of like... Well, I don't have anybody to play with. I don't have anybody to relate to. Because mm-hmm. either I'm not my cousins. I'm not with my cousins. I don't have many friends that can come over. Because of the COVID, my mom's like, I need to know mama. I need to know daddy. They got to be tested before they come over to my house. They got to be, they got to have something. So that's where I'm kind of like, when my friends are like, oh, but you have a sleepover. I'm like, mm. You're going to have to go through a lot for a sleepover. Nazari certain- thinks I'm so strict. Oh, my gosh. She... Okay. I'm she, just... I just... She's just keeping me safe. Yes. Like, and and like not only that... Is- I w- not only that... I, I grew up very... Mm, privileged, I guess and you I, could say. I guess and, I grew up... And I you, didn't grow up privileged. I grew up spoiled. Yes. I, I had all the toys I wanted... I got everything I wanted, even when my mom didn't have it made. She was spoiling me. Um, But what helped me realize that I can't always have what I want is probably a little bit of the carrying place. Yeah, when we were homeless. And then also when they told me, hey, like, you're homeless. And it was just like, what? I never knew I was homeless. Right, because I get all of this. Because my mom was giving me everything I needed. And so I understood. Yeah, that was the hide, the homelessness. Yeah, then I understood. Um. So when Christmas came and I saw them gifts under the tree, I was confused. I was like, I thought we didn't have it made. Now, but the thing is, the carrying place gave us a house. Yeah. With some very sweet neighbors. A house, a playground, and my own room with my own toys, my own. And that's, yeah. that's where I found my love for Journey Dolls. Yeah, so that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. (laughs) That's a whole nother random conversation, guys. But, um, and we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about our homelessness uh, years ago and how we've um, definitely grown out of it. Yeah, definitely rised above. Yeah, especially the way we live now shows like, 
you would have never thought we were homeless. You would have thought we lived lavish from the beginning. Yeah. Um, it's God's grace. Yeah. But guys, mom and daughter relationships are, are really important. important. They are the most Th- important. They're important. Uh, I think they're more important than dad and daughter relationships. But the relationship <laughs> that builds that relationship is a relationship with the God you believe in. For sure. Because when it's important. rough, you can pray. I, when my daughter was away, I said, God, bring my daughter back to me. So whenever the blow up it happened was, it was, it was and she emailed me, I was, was like, a, God, I don't care how you did it, but you did it. it was <laughs> I wasn't even mad about no, no, no. how all the drama. Right. Not, I didn't I was just matter like, about how it begun. It was a sad thing. What happened is the the fact that it happened and I was there and I heard it, it was like, yo, I'm ready to go. Come get me now. But also, I felt like it was a lesson for you. Definitely a lesson. You gotta start, you gotta think about what you say. Yes. Keep starting stuff to yourself. Not, not keep, it's okay to be open. But you, when you're open, you gotta be truthful. And it has, you can't uh, uh, exaggerate you have to be truthful and honest. Yeah. And when you need help, don't put it on something else. Talk about what you really need help for. But for me, the lesson was... Um, Pay attention to your kids. Pay attention to your child. Not not be so hard on my daughter. Yes, because you guys are very hard on me. Yep. I mean, I understand that you want me to be the best me and a better you. Yeah, for sure. But I'm only, I'm still, I'm still very young. So it's like, I'm young and you want me to do so much, but I have school. I have, um, I have stuff I want to do other than, you know, school and stuff. So it's like, I want to do this. You want me to do this? And it's like, you pile stuff on top of it. You got to change. But while you're changing, you got to do this. And while you're doing that, you got to do this and this and this. It's like, well, this is, it looks like a long list of things that just stress me out. Right. That's what it is. It's like a long list. And I have to remember that. (laughs) I have to remember that. And it just keeps going and going and going. And it's just stressful. Yes. And I have to remember that when I was young, I told stories. I have to remember that when I was young, I wasn't clean. I have to remember that. (laughs) When you were young, you hid the snack creepers under the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Or the bowls. (laughs) Or the plates. Like you do now. And so... I, I I get on her and te- but I teach her because I teach Nazaria because I felt like I was my mom got on me so much but I don't feel like I was taught like really how to clean up and so I will be in there like, like standing over me like do it like this do it like that <laughs> you over there um just so you can't say I didn't teach you you know I taught you how to do this and so but some things we need to learn on our own yeah and that's the hard part because because I you guys want to be there y'all want to it's no like, I've learned I I had to learn on my own that was my favorite way of learning yeah and that's but my, that's the way I want to learn I know but it is the hardest way to learn I know I understand but I could have avoided so many 
heartbreak, but listen, so many but listen, issues. That's why a good relationship with a parent. So when you in time of need, you have somebody to reference to. You have somebody that when you don't, when you need help, you have somebody to call speed down. Hey, hey, look, uh, I know you're busy, but I need you now. Yeah. Because I've learned so much stuff on my own, but I can't learn everything on my own. No. So, like, like you said, you learn how to clean, cook, all that on your own. But when it came down to heartbreak and boyfriends and stuff, your parent, your mom, your dad, they should have been there to help you with that. Yeah, they pushed me away because I had, you know, a boyfriend that they didn't like. But that just pushed me to the boyfriend. Right. So, and <laughs> so that was if just... you're there and you're helping her see this person is just be supportive right if you're supportive she'll be like okay uh uh-huh i understand and then as she's being supportive she'll listen yeah i understand right and so um i i really i really have to learn that i want my daughter to be better than me but she's gonna go through some of the same things i went through um not the bad things guys i'm just talking about like not cleaning up and being disrespectful, telling stories, and fighting in school. Oh, you know. that, those days are over. All those things. Those days are, you know how many times I got suspended the, for that? The kid things. Um, but the moral of the story is this relationship is important. And our relationship is pretty good. It is. Even, even through the bad times, the good times, the struggles. Yeah, even through the pinning you up in the wall. Bam. <laughs> Knock out. Do everything. Or the disrespect. Right. Or me just being detached because or you I'm just, tired. Or you just not me feeling like you're just not there. Even through all of the times, even through the bumpy roads, the car crashes and all of that, you've been there. And that's the most important thing is that you've been there and I've had a relationship with you. So you always need something to hold you up because a relationship with your parent gives you some level in life gives you some structure if you have that if you have that but if you don't and that's why i tell you to cherish you can you can look like the leaning tower of pisa if you don't have a good relationship with any parent yeah or anyone that's wiser than you right because i'm so young and it's like i need words from somebody who for 30 something years has been through life yeah and can say i did this before okay i went through the same path you're going now yeah and i'm trying to reroute you from going the way that i went for sure to becoming something greater than i am yeah and and where i was and to not have the same relationship that i have with my parents with you yeah because like that's the relationship i have with you it's like it just helps me. It's just like, well, I have, if I'm going through something, hey, my mom. And that's what I was saying. Like, I I don't know where the disconnect was this time. I think it was, like you said, COVID and going back to school and dealing it with It was just like, even, school, it, may, it may seem like we were close, but it was physically we were close. But emotionally and mentally, we weren't that close. No. And and you know why? Because you're, I saw your behavior and I said, I don't want to deal with that. And I I guess it was because of school. And, you know, like, being y'all 
just stressing me out. It was like, well, I obviously don't have, because I feel stressed out. So if I go to them, they're going to be like putting more stuff on top of me. So what is the point? It was. Now, so I always want you to come to me. No matter, Um, no matter what. Yeah, that's something that's. That's something that's important. Going to your parents throughout whatever you're going through because they're there for a reason. Yeah. They're there to help God fulfill the destiny that he created for you. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's definitely what's so important about having a relationship with your mom. So, this is going to be the end of my mom's podcast. For sure, guys. Um, I want you to love on your daughter's. Um, and daughters, <laughs> love on your moms. Yes, do that. Um, Give them, make breakfast for them. You know, do what you, even if they ain't gonna eat it, it's just a thought that counts. Yeah, because sometimes I ain't gonna eat it. She don't be eating nothing. I'm gonna tell you that now. I can make her a smoothie. Oh. I love the smoothies. I All made right, a <laughs> So, until next time. We love Bye. you guys. We love you. Goodbye. Have a lovely day, night, or whenever you're listening.